0: Discover how to be a better boss in the virtual world, how to get the best out of your staff, and how to perform together as a team to build your online company. Hey everyone, welcome to the ins and outs of outsourcing where we bring you enlightenment in offline and online outsourcing from around the globe. Whether you have a VA in the Philippines or employ a web designer in India, learn how to work together with your team to be a dynamic duo. Whether you have a company of two or 200, here's your host, Esther Anderson.
1: Hi, everybody, and welcome to the show today. It's not going to be training so much, but I thought I'd give you an insight into my company and how it was set up, how it came to be and how it runs so well that I can actually get my staff to run another company for me as if I wasn't there. When I started with outsourcing, and it was bit by bit, I never realised the scope it could get to. Truly, when I, I started out with what I needed the most, and that was a website handyman because I was in e-commerce and I had quite a few uh, websites that just needed updating uh, with versions and plugins. And so somebody applied, several people applied, but I selected the one person. And over time, we built such a trusting relationship. And he was such a very good person. I knew I would never be wronged, actually. And you'll never believe that the thing that we had most in common was cats. I have three cats. And he, at the time, I think had 19 because they would go and rescue any abandoned cats in their town. Ironically, as it develops through our team, it's now become a question on the application. Do you have a a cat? And if it's not, they better have a dog because it seems our company is full of animal lovers and go quite over the top. Our social media manager, she has 13 dogs. They're all little ones, but no doubt they get underfoot. I digress and I do a lot of that in my time, but I want to tell you how my team came to be. Now, me and my is not a word I use much. I usually refer to we. We is the royal we. We is our company. We will do what we can to help you. We are sorry that happened. We will come to the party, which drives my VA nuts because she goes, are you doing that? Am I doing that? Or is that that royal we again? So now I have to do have to say my. My company now, I have several companies. One is a outsourced agency that is, was set up by my staff because I wanted them to set up a company with their experience on the other side of the fence. If they could dream to work for the ultimate company, what would that look like? And then when I saw those specs, for me, it was how could I make that possible? So anything to do within that company is set up or interviewed by or totally dynamically created by them. I have a web design agency. The person I spoke about previously, he is now my head developer in charge of the team. And he's a wonderful mentor to the young designers that we bring through the team. We have a social media manager. We have several project managers and we have copywriters, bookkeepers almost make a joke of it and say that they're, you know, Wonder Woman, Wonder Women, because whatever we throw at them, they catch, especially one in particular. If we don't have anyone trained in that field, we just tell her to go and Google it, come back and how does it work? And so we have someone that's adaptable. I place a lot of trust in my people, and I've been fortunate enough to go to the Philippines quite often. In the beginning, it was two or three times a year. The first time I went over, I actually had a little mini workshop, and it was only for half a day, and I had three staff. And the next time I had it, it was a full-day workshop with 15 staff, and We we grew that fast in a year. I believe in treating people with respect and putting them on a pedestal because if you treat them better than they expected, they're going to try and live up to that lofty heights. That's the thing. If you treat people badly and they look at you and go, well, you already think I'm terrible. I'm going to act that way. So when I had them in the training room and when someone said that she was a bookkeeper, I said, oh, you're tomorrow's manager of the finance department. And the first hour or two as they got to know me, they sort of laughed and thought it was a joke. But after lunch, suddenly they realised that I was deadly serious. I expect them to grow into the role and be capable of because I didn't want people working for the company that didn't feel part of the company. Now, money is secondary to why they're with the company. They don't want to leave. I can't pay them for the hours that they put into the company. The ideas they come up with, the expectations that I have exceeds so within a company, we do have an outsource agency and that is sort of to the side of our design agency that was founded with outsource staff and it came together so well. We set up processes and we held everybody accountable and after having workshops over there three times in the first year, everyone said it was a shame we didn't see more of each other. So the majority of our staff are based in Manila and what we do now is once a month we actually have a team meet up. They all meet up in a co-working location and somebody is nominated to have a presentation that goes for 15 minutes and it can be of anything in their world. Something that they feel strong enough about that they would like to share with others and they will actually MC the workshop for the day. Then... Everybody else around the globe is online at the same time and we all are by Skype or or Zoom and we're all part of the team and we all have our input, we go around the table and some of the staff had never been in that position before. For example, we had a junior designer who was so nervous when he was told he would be emceeing the workshop. A poor fellow didn't sleep for several days, but he did one of the best presentations I'd ever seen. And this is what people need to do, is to feel that they can grow within your company, because if you cherish them, they cherish you. So we have our monthly meetups. We have weekly team meetings. We all jump online. And I give them the training not just for their task, but so they understand how a company runs. For example, that every minute that they are paid for must be allocated to a project. Because if they want to get paid, where does it come out of? And with design projects, you usually allocate a number of hours. So if three people are meeting up for 10 minutes, that's 30 minutes. So then they understand how that works. We promote training within the company. We have access to so many different types of training systems, processes, software, And so what we do is anybody can sign up to do the training, but they do it in their own time. Then when they have finished and qualified in whatever it may be, their upside of it is that they've now got the skill set required to perhaps be promoted, but they may receive a pay rise, they may receive extra work that's outside their scope purely because they stood up and did the training The dynamics in our company is something as well. Because we're all online at the same time, we're all chatting to each other via Skype or Zoom. We know the way everybody works. They've worked together. They've sat together in a meetup. They don't feel lonely. So many VAs. They're just like you. If you've got a home-based business and you're sitting there on your own and you say you're lonely and you keep jumping into Facebook, into forums to talk to people, don't you think it might happen with them as well? But in our case, we actually have free time. So it's all chit chat, ask questions. How do we do this? How's that client? And then it'll be a set time that it's quiet time. You cannot interrupt somebody else's workflow, and that goes for me as well. I try to maintain that, but unless it's got something to do with a client who's rung in. The biggest hurdle that I have had, in all honesty, is actually in my own country telling people that I employ outsourced uh, staff and that they think that I am taking jobs away from someone locally, and it's certainly not the case. Where I was living, you could not find people that had the understanding and their skills uh, that I required. The majority of my staff actually all have degrees. I don't have a degree. So how do I, you know, think that I'm better than them in that respect? Their education is an amazing thing in a lot of these third world countries. They treat it with a lot more respect than we do. So now that they've come into the company, they're continuously trained, they feel part of a family, and indeed it very much is, and they have bonuses. They, When I'm at an event, I actually set up a live feed so they can see what's going on. Now they get an understanding not only of what our company is about, but other people's reactions to our company when we do event management or perhaps an expo or even a meeting with a client and they sit in on it. They learn a lot from that and certainly feel part of the group. They get bonuses when they achieve well. They have performance reviews. We do performance reviews in October And that is because in the Philippines at Christmas time, they get a 13th month to get paid. So we try and lead this into it that they have a performance review, they provide any feedback, and then they will be told how much a bonus is. And I don't do it as a 13th month. I actually calculate it out as a bonus, which can be the same or more than or perhaps less than, what it would be. And I give them KPIs that they have to meet. There might be additional training. It may be certain tasks that they have to do. They might stand in for an absent staff member. But because of all this, they feel a part of this company and just as much as if they went to the office every day and sat in with everybody. Not everybody can build something like that. And if you can do that, Good on you. I would certainly love to hear your stories and meet you and your team as well. During the course of the podcast, over time, you'll get to meet some of our team and how they've grown outside being employed by the company, what they've achieved, how they feel with their work, and maybe even people that didn't make it. Why not? And how do they feel now? running your home-based business, it may be that you are on your own in a room. It doesn't mean that you're on your own globally or within your company. Thanks for listening. I look forward to catching up with you and your team on any future episodes. Jump over in the Facebook group, join us, and please include your team as well. We would love to meet them. Thank you very much, and I'll speak to you
0: again soon. Head over to our website, insandoutsofoutsourcing.com to check out all the resources available for you and your team. Connect with us on Facebook and ask your questions in the group. We look forward to you joining us next time on the ins and outs of outsourcing.